This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. Welcome to the Rejuvenated Woman podcast. Each episode, I hope to bring you open, fun, raw, and inspiring conversations that aim to empower you on what it is to be a rejuvenated woman moving into and through your midlife years. Brought to you in partnership with Rejuvenate Pilates, I'm your host, Kathy Carr, holistic nutrition, lifestyle, and movement coach and founder of Kathy Carr Coaching. Grab your favorite bevy, put your feet up, and tune into what I hope will shed some light on topics around your overall health and well being. Hello, rejuvenated woman. Welcome to today's show. Today, I thought I would touch on movement, one of the essential principles of health and well being. We know that we need to move. But is there a type of movement that we should be doing to increase our well-being and our health? And is there some movements or is there some times where we should be doing something different in moving in a way that we think we should? I'm talking about working out and working in. Now, we all know that working out exercising is very beneficial because we need to pump the body, we need to increase our circulation, we need to increase our heart rate to improve the function and the strength and the fitness of our heart, our lungs, we need to breathe. But if we're under stress, what happens if we do a really big workout or we have an exercise program that we participate in when we're really stressed. What happens then? And should we be paying attention? Well, I believe so. So let me go back a little bit. So we have an autonomic nervous system. We have our organs function and do the things that they're supposed to in their own accord. We really don't have to think about it, right? So there are two branches to our nervous system the parasympathetic nervous state or the sympathetic state. These are the responses in our body of our autonomic nervous system and external or internal factors can have a response to those branches of the autonomic nervous system. So a sympathetic response or where we're in a sympathetic state is meaning that we're in a, we could be in a stress state, we could be doing something that is in a fight or flight. That is our response. When we are in the sympathetic response or state, we are ready to fight or we are ready to flee or run away. Now, stress is a a good thing, but too much of it can create symptoms and imbalances and sometimes dis-ease in the body. The parasympathetic state, when we're in that zone, is when we're in that rest and repair, the the calming state, the recovery. And when we move, we want to move in a way that increases our heart rate, increases our respiration, our, um, our core temperature. So we know we're getting a workout, right? We get that little out of breath feeling. We might get a really good feel good factor feeling when we work out. It could be strength training, it could be skiing, it could be playing netball, whatever it is, it's awesome that you are moving and if you're not moving, it's important that you do move. Something that is going to 
make you feel good is really, really important, I feel, and one that I encourage my own clients to do because I'm sure that you've embarked on a program of some sort, an exercise program, or gone to a class, and it's because someone said that you should or you feel that you should, but you don't like it, and usually that causes a stress in the body. If we've got too much stress and we're doing those things like exercising, either exercising in a way that we don't enjoy or exercising at a high intensity when we are stressed, as I mentioned, all sorts of things can start to take place. So when do we work out and when do we work in? Working out is expending, it's um, increasing our energy, it's increasing the respiration and core temperature and heart rate as I mentioned. When we work in, we're going to do be doing something slower that is going to pull us out of that state of where we're fighting or fleeing, where we're, we're in a kind of a high response, we're in a high alert. A lot of my clients are in this state. I want to ask you a question. If you have exercised in the past, you may have had a trainer, you may have gone to the gym on your own accord, or you may have attended some fitness classes, and one, two, or three days later, you are really, really sore, you can't move. You've been there, right? I remember I've, I've been, my husband and I actually used to train that way, that we would work out until we vomited. That was a long, long time ago in our late 20s when we could. I would never work out that way now. But when we're in that workout phase, if we have that recovery response, we haven't had enough rest or repair. Or there's some other stresses that we're not managing that will make us feel that way. Now, that can be really hard because the the body... We have a lot of stresses. Now, when I say stress, you might think of the psychological stress. You know, when you've had a bad day, I'm rattled, I'm wired, I've had such a a mad, crazy day. That's kind of that stress response. Do you hear what you know what I'm talking about? When you just want to pull your hair out. That is a stress response. Well, the body doesn't know where the stress has come from. And that, what I'm referring to, is psychological stress. But we have other stresses. What about the chemical stress? The chemicals that are coming in from our external sources and the environment. The chemicals that are in our home, in our office. The chemicals that are on our food. The chemicals that we use on our skin. All of the things we lather. All of the things that are in the soil. All of the things, all of the things. (laughs) There's chemicals everywhere. So that's a stress. The physical is a stress as well. What if you're out working hard in the fields or you have long, heavy-duty work? That can be a physical stress. Working out physical stress is good, but again, it depends on the others. What about EMF stress? Electromagnetic frequency stress. How much exposure do we have to that these days? The devices. I'll do another episode on stresses a little bit more in detail because I love this stuff. What about thermal stress? Are you really sensitive to hot and cold? 
Do you find it challenging to regulate your core temperature? Night sweats, hot flushes, do you get really cold? Do you fluctuate between really hot and cold? This is a stress as well. So we have the chemical stress, the EMF stress, the thermal stress, the nutritional stress. What is being put on our food or in our food to make it look better, to make it taste better, to make it appeal better? What are we putting all these are all stresses. So when the body is stressed, so when I work with a client, I look at her physiological profile or her physiological load. I want to know where and how much of these six stresses are coming into the body so I can either work her out or work her in. If she's ready to work out, She's not going to be in a position or a place where she has a lot of symptoms. She may have some symptoms, but if she's not sleeping, if she's irritable, if she's got a lot of weight gain, if she's constipated or if she's got diarrhea, if she's belching, if she's got a, a distension of the stomach, if all of the things, you know what I'm talking about, all of the symptoms that you might be going through now or that you've had in the past, I need to look at that when I work with you if I'm going to get you to move. Movement is good, we know, but what is the best movement for you as an individual? Because you can go to a class when you're really, really stressed. I remember um, I used to teach a group fitness class, uh, Body Attack and Body Pump. And I think, look back in when I was teaching Body Attack and I was stressed because I was, I remember being on stage and doing those high kicks thinking, oh my gosh, I'm about to break. I felt it in my body and I, I gave that up pretty quickly after that. It was a stress to my body. Other things were taking effect. So back to when do I work out or when do I work in? If you're in such a high physiological state, where you're having many symptoms, when you're not able to sleep, that's a huge one. Sleep, if you're not getting sleep, then all sorts of things can take place in the body. And again, that can be another episode. But if the, if you're in a high physiological state, if you're really, really stressed, if you're having all of these symptoms, I'm still going to get you to move because we know that movement is essential. But I'm going to move you in a way that doesn't increase your core temperature, that doesn't increase your respiration, so you're not going to puff or get out of breath. I'm going to move you in a way that will calm your system, that you're not going to sweat, and I'm going to move you in a way that will cultivate energy because usually when you're in a high-stress state that you are not sleeping, that you are wired, when you're in a high stress state and you do a workout, it could be the tipping point for you getting a cold, for example, because we're, if we're really high stressed, our immune system depletes. Are you tired, exhausted, have no energy? Do you struggle with sleep, hot flushes, night sweats? Do you have inflammation, weight gain, aches and pains, or muscle soreness or joint stiffness? Do you get brain fog, mood swings, anxiety, sadness or even depression? Have you lost your motivation, your sense of self, your libido, maybe other symptoms that are common but not normal as a woman in midlife? The How to Get Your Mojo Back for Women in Midlife, six steps to creating a confident, strong, vibrant and 
healthy female body will give you the foundations you need to live a happy, healthy life as a woman in midlife. Check the show notes on where to inquire or register for the Mojo in Midlife program today. I want to think back when I was came back from Ireland and Canada in in my uh, 30s. I used to play netball as a young girl and I loved the competitiveness. I loved the sport. I loved the teamwork and I loved the intensity of netball. And back then when the team was coming together, the competition games were held at night and the last game was at 9 o'clock at night. And I remember coming home from that 9 o'clock game, 40-minute game, and I was so wired. I couldn't get to sleep. It took me ages to get to sleep. And the reason is because the physicality, the physical intensity was high and it was at the time of night that I should be winding down and reducing my cortisol, which is a hormone released by the adrenals, and I will bring on a hormone expert at, a, at another stage to go more into this because it is so fascinating and something that we really need to be aware of and manage so we don't later on take a this for that approach when our symptoms get so bad. So managing our stresses is really important. Let's move, but move in a way that isn't going to, one, deplete you of energy afterwards because usually we go for a workout to feel good right to increase that feel good factor to increase our energy levels to improve our body composition and all of the other things our mental and emotional well-being so if you're going to do a workout I would generally for women in my experience and in my opinion I would get my female clients that are anywhere between 35 and 70 years of age, getting them to work out in a mid-morning, particularly if they're stressed. You want to work out during the day, but you want to work in, in the morning and in the evening. And that's really in rhythm with the sun and the moon, the circadian rhythms. When we're stressed... You may have a symptom where you wake up in the morning, you don't feel like breakfast, you feel nauseated, you go for a stimulant or a pick-me-up like a coffee, that's a stress. So I would get you to do a work-in. So what is a work-in? What are those movements that are going to keep my core temperature down, my breathing rhythm down, my heart rate down? What are they? These are movements that are slow and rhythmical, things like Tai Chi, Qigong, any sort of breath work or movement, it has to, you have to move as well. It could even be a long, slow walk along the beach. You don't have to go for a brisk walk. You could take one step for every breath that you take, really calming the system down. It could be yoga, but yoga in a way that isn't going to increase your core temperature, heart rate or respiration. So that would not be hot yoga. It would be more of a yin yoga or a hatha yoga. Anywhere where you are going to 
be in that calming state. It could be, I say, active meditation. So doing a movement as you breathe. Okay, Meditation certainly puts you into that parasympathetic or calming state, but it's not a work in because you're not moving. We do want to move. We want to pump the system, but we don't want to deplete it if you're feeling really, really stressed. So managing your stresses. If you know when you have that stressed feeling, I feel so stressed I want to punch a boxing bag. That is that fight or flight. That's fine. But take note of what happens or how you feel after you've hit that punching bag or after you've done that boxing class. Did you recover well? Did you have any headaches? Did you have any joint pain or discomfort? What other things may have happened or taken place after that boxing class? And a lot of the time we don't think about that. We don't look back as to what did I do yesterday or the last two days to make me feel how I'm feeling today? Most of the time we want something that will make us feel better now, right? But that's not addressing our health. That's not leading us down that path of becoming a rejuvenated woman. It's masking the symptom. It's not identifying how we're feeling, who we are, or really giving ourselves some attention and self-love, which I think at this point in time, if you're around the same age as me, I'm 55, we've given a lot to everyone, and we still do. That's who we are. But it's really time to put yourself first, to take care of you, put your own oxygen mask on first before you tend to others. So managing, listen to how your body's responding When you want to do a movement, when you want to move, when you want to exercise, going for a walk is not exercise, it's more of a movement. You could make that as your work in. A brisk, of course, up the stairs, up a deep, uh, sorry, up a steep hill is going to be a workout. But I just invite you to start to listen to your body. How am I feeling today? And remember, the body doesn't really know that it's stressed or which stress it's come from. It's just, okay, this body is dealing with a lot right now. She's dealing with lots, okay? She's not drinking enough water. She's not sleeping well. She's not self-loving. She's having self-sabotaging thoughts. She's not nourishing herself with optimal foods, hydration, do you see? Do you hear where I'm coming from? All of these factors are made in the body, and the body just says, "Okay, she's dealing with a lot. I'm going to dump something here." So when you're feeling that way and you want to move, okay, am I going to benefit from working out today or working in? And sometimes we might choose working out because that's what our head thinks, right? So we go and work out and we pay the price later on. So, okay, so maybe we didn't really listen deeply into our core being of how we're feeling, of what it is we or I really need right now, not what we feel that we think we should be doing. So to work out or to work in, I hope that's given you 
something new to think about and something else that will definitely bring your body into balance, bring your body into homeostasis. We have enough stress in our lives, externalizing and leading up to this busy time, which is either the end of the year, beginning of the year, just in this time, we can start to amplify it summer as well. So in the Southern Hemisphere, if you're listening to this down in the summer, Southern Hemisphere, we start to do things more often. We want to get out there. And this again is expending. We're putting our energy out. Where in your day can you just bring into yourself? Where can you work in? Go and stand out in the grass and breathe and just do a few moments movements. I love Tai Chi. I love doing working movements in the morning to start my day. And it's definitely something that has really empowered the women that I've worked with and men, but we're talking women here. So my tip for you today on how you can become a rejuvenated woman is to bring in a work in and a work out balance into your life. Thanks for tuning in and hanging out with me today. I look forward to speaking with you on our next show. Have an awesome day.